Welcome to the Watch OK Please podcast, a podcast where three friends try to convince each other to devote what little time they have left to watch more TV and or movies than they've ever wanted to watch. Please join us while we argue about our media cues and waste everyone's valuable time on things that just don't matter. Hey, Watchers, it's Nyan, and thank you for joining us on another episode of the Watch OK Please podcast. This week, friend of the pod Jason comes on to pitch the show Outlander, which is available to stream on Stars or Netflix. Jason recommends we check out episodes one and two of season one of Outlander. As always, please rate and review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or feel free to hit us up on our Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook pages. Also, if you have a show or movie you want us to watch or just something random you want us to mention on air, please leave us a voicemail on our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash watchokplease. All right, watchers, strap in for some Scottish time traveling, which is the best kind of time traveling because we all know if it's not Scottish, it's crap. Hey, Watchers, it's Nyan. This week, we have another guest pitch. We've asked our friend Jason from college to come on the pod and pitch us a show, and we have no idea what it is. I'm really kind of curious because Jason and I have similar tastes. I'm very curious to see what he throws out there. So, Jason, welcome to the pod, and what do you got for us? Hey, thanks, Nyan. I am super happy to be here. I got to say, this is truly an honor, and I am greatly appreciative to you and Dan that you have invited me to be on your podcast. I told my son, Eli, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm going to be on this podcast tonight. And he's like, no, you're not. That can't be real. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks. The only person who's ever felt honored by doing this. (laughs) Mostly it's a burden for people, so this is great. Yes, thank you. Thank you. All right. I I have a show for the two of you, and I hope you will like it. But first, I have to ask you a question. Nyan, do you like action and adventure? I'd say so, yeah. Dan, do you like fantasy? Of course. Do you both like romance? Done well. Yeah, a a good romance. Do your wives like a good romance story? Often. I think I appreciate a good one, certainly. Yeah. All right. Then I have... The show for you, Outlander. I'm assuming neither of you has actually seen it. This show is absolutely fantastic. I will say when I first saw it, I was brought in like, I won't say kicking and screaming, but my wife was like, we have to watch this show. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to like sit here and play on my phone. And I became completely hooked and I totally fell in love with it. So what the show is... It's set in the 1940s, and it is about a young woman named Claire Beecham. She is English. She was a nurse during the war, World War II, for those who are not up on their history as to what war was going on in the 1940s. And after the end of the war, she has come back home and is trying to reconnect with her husband named Frank Randall, who she has not seen for five years because of the war. To try and reconnect and to, you know, get their marriage going again, they decide to go take a romantic holiday up to Scotland, uh, particularly into the town of Inverness, which is, if you're not familiar with Scottish geography, that is pretty far up into Scotland. So their holiday is going well, and then things happen. And I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm giving anything away by saying this, but she does not stay in the 1940s. Ooh, okay. Like 
magic. Uh, I don't want to spoil it. You'll see what happens, but magic things happen. And she finds herself in the 18th century and okay. a time traveling love triangle ensues. Ooh. So this show is based on the Outlander book series, which was written by Diana Gabaldon. The first book was written all the way back in 1991. And there wow. have since been a total of nine of these books written with a 10th on the way. There has also wow. been some short stories, three novellas, and then a five novel series based on a character who shows up in one of the later novels who was so popular, he got his own series of books too. So Diana Gabaldon has been basically printing money off of this series. <laughs> uh, nice. like, well I think done. she's got like some whole estate out in New Mexico, not that far from George R. R. Martin's. But unlike go. George R. R. Martin, she like actually writes. Uh, she, <laughs> she, finishes, she finishes projects. She's clearly, like yes. wandering around <laughs> and she's there on her computer, like hacking away, tap, type, tap, type, type writing these books. And these I can't books believe like, I'm, I'm, I'm defending George R. R. Martin for a second, but he okay. did recently write a good chunk of this video game called Elden Ring. That is yes, popular recently. But like one project, the one project he finished, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, so he's writing. Write he's not what we want him to write. write it in like, like a day. You, know? <laughs> yeah. you write some story, you're like, yeah, and then this happens. I, I don't know. I'm familiar because my older son loves Elden Ring. He's played the whole uh -huh. thing. And apparently if you play it, you can go through different scenarios. So we kept playing it over so we could go to every different scenario. Wow. Gotcha. Yeah. So no, I hear, I hear Elden Ring is is mad addictive, which is why you know I I, I mean I don't have the technological capability to play at this moment, but I'm glad I don't because I get sucked in probably. But in the process of writing Elden Ring, he stopped writing whatever book he was on in the Game of Thrones series, and he's never going to finish that series, right? Yeah, absolutely not. Elden Ring, whatever else, spinoffs for Game of Thrones, like he's going to go like do the easy thing. Diana Gabaldon has not done that to her fans, even though there is an entire series. You know, she is out there like she is going to finish her series. I think she said there's going to be 10 books and she's done nine. So she's working on number 10. The and big finale. Uh, she, she should have beat George R.R. Martin then. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I think it's supposed to come out in like one or two years. Like she's in the middle of it. And these are like real books, too. I looked up the first book to see like exactly how long it was. It's 850 pages. Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah, these are not like, you know, this is how she's, first season of the show is 16 episodes. And I'm like, how do you do that out of one book? Well, it's an 850 page book. That's how you get 16 episodes out of one book. Totally believable. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, how many seasons are they in so far? So they're currently on season six. Wow. Uh, they just, they just finished airing season six. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a season seven. And I wouldn't be surprised if they they go through all ten when they're done. It's like there's a huge fan base here across the board, not just for the books themselves, but obviously also for the show. So it sounds like there's critical claim here. So I know the books were a thing. In fact, Anna, for the viewers at home, Anna is my wife. My wife Anna had read, I think, the first book before the show started. Uh, but I also know there's a lot of people who saw the show and then started the reading the books because of the show. So it's definitely, it's like a symbiotic relationship that, you know, they both made each other popular. And I know that they are quite popular. So Diana Gabaldon has actually received an award from the, the 
National Trust for Scotland Foundation USA. Wow. And she won this award because she had done so much to encourage tourism to Scotland from the books and the TV show. Like there was some study that came out that there were places in Scotland that had seen between a 45 and 67% bump in tourism because of the show. And by the way, that includes me because after the first couple seasons, Anna informed me that she thought Scotland would be a wonderful place for us to go on vacation. There you go. So sure enough, we were up there and I'm literally just following my wife around like, She's like, go take a picture of me by Culloden. Take a picture of me by the Druid Stones. And I'm like, okay, here. All right. Yeah. Well, you, you, mentioned Inver- you mentioned Inverness. And Inverness you know, uh, is a great place to stay in a lot of different ways because you have access to two of the great whiskey regions over there in Scotland. So you, you're you're basically right in the heart of Speyside. And Speyside is kind of tucked into and in, in and around the Highlands. So you, ha- you, you have access to uh, Glenmorangie and a bunch of other great places out there. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I visited when we were there. We went to Oban. Oban, Oban nice. Oban. Yeah, Oban yeah. yeah, I think that's how you say it. Yeah. And that was that was a great experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was what I got to do. I got to go to the whiskey place and then we took pictures of my wife, you know, following the, the Outlander tour. Nice. I'm, I joke. I actually enjoyed it as much as she did. I, I was probably more, this is awesome. Yay. This, um, I'm just amazed that you're pitching a show that has affected national economies. Essentially. <laughs> like yeah, this, you haven't even seen it. It's yeah, amazing how many people haven't seen it. But like, I, you know, honestly, doing, all like I, people see it are this fanatical about it. Yeah. I honestly just thought it sounded like another Harlequin romance. And my mother had stacks and stacks of Harlequin <laughs> romance novels in our house that I, uh, growing up, that I threw out when she moved. So I just kind of lumped it in with that, not thinking that it was clearly just bolstering the Scottish economy to the point where they're like, we don't need the UK anymore. Let's go independent. Is this the reason for Scot- the Scottish independence movement? <laughs> you never know. We, if you've actually seen on the Wikipedia page, they have a picture of the cover from the first novel, and it totally looks like a very cheesy Harlequin romance. Like that's clearly how this got started. Got was it. there like cheeseball Harlequin romance, Scottish kilts, romance, throbbing members? Hopefully that doesn't get an explicit rating. You know all that. And who would have thought it's turned into the phenomenon that it has become nowadays? In terms of actors, I'm not sure you would have heard of anyone. It stars Katrona Balfe, if I'm saying her name right. I'm trying to figure out how to pronounce her name forever because she's <laughs> she's getting good work. I see her name and I'm like, I can't pronounce that. Yeah, probably the the biggest she was in recently. She was kind of one of the main stars of the movie Belfast. Right, and she right. got a she got some nominations. I think she got a BAFTA nomination for it. Nice. I think she got a Golden Globe nomination for it. You know, she's had some some success from that. It also has Sam Hewen, who I cannot think of a single other thing. I didn't bother looking him up on Wikipedia, but I haven't seen him in anything else. I think this is kind of his thing. And it also stars Tobias Menzies. Oh. I, the thing I probably know most from is The Crown. He played hmm. Prince Philip on it for two seasons. And was fantastic, like really incredible. He's an incredible actor, and he's great in Outlander too. I had to look he's him up, but really... he was also uh, he was also Edmure Tully in Game of Thrones. Yes, there you go. Oh, and he was actually in another show that was pitched in an earlier episode from another guest, Sherv the Terror. Yes, um, that's right. He, he was one the of the terror, captains. right? 
And he's actually in a show that I'm thinking about pitching down the road called This Way Up. Spoiler alert. Never mind. But yeah, <laughs> no, Tobias Menzies is great. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Hewen was actually in going to pitch or think of pitching a long time ago by who dumped so with, with uh, oh, Mila oh, Kunis. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he, was in, he was in that. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, want, I think Tobias Menzies had had a bit of a career before. I think Katrona Balf and Sam Hewen, this was kind of their big break for both of them. And I think it, you know, especially for Katrona, it has certainly helped her career really. Uh, and I think with good reason, she's a great actress and she does absolutely fantastic in this show. Now, I hope I have piqued your interest. You may be wondering, where can you go see this show? Yeah. Where can I mean, you go yeah. watch it? And- not David Tennant's house because he's not in it. I don't know how you do right. a, a movie in, or a show in Scotland without David Tennant. That confuses <laughs> me a little bit. It's okay. But- that may be the only knock against there's the show. A little, there's a little bit of sadness, but we'll have to just push through that. <laughs> I don't think, I think the first season, I'm not sure they could have afforded David Tennant, you know? Fair enough. They're like, hey, we can't get a doctor in this, you know, a doctor. That's, that's just too much, you know? I mean, yeah, it is, there is time travel involved, like, so it, it would <laughs> make true. sense. That's true. That's true. That's I. This might be a spoiler, but at some point the TARDIS shows up, and yeah. that's 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 kind <laughs> well, of a big it, plot point. It, it's so. it's it's timey wimey meets huggy kissy. So. <laughs> Can I ask? Are you both? Do you both subscribe to the Stars Network? I actually, don't. I don't you think. Don't but I can probably get stars. access. Stars I might have access, so I, I, think I should be able to do it. So obviously, you like. I don't know how you don't have Stars. It is clearly the biggest network out there. With such great shows as, hold on, let me pull my phone up here and look them up. <laughs> seems to be their biggest show after Outlander. Uh, what a party down? That I've never heard of. Hmm? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've I, I regularly heard of Power. I know they're, they're on book four with somebody named Ghost, I think. Um, <laughs> there you go. But it doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah, I don't know how Stars stays in business. Like Me nobody too. has it, nobody watches it. I I don't know how this exists. I'm pretty sure Outlander and the show Power like are the whole network, and without those shows, they would just fold overnight. And I still don't know how they don't fold. But conveniently, there is a workaround. The first five seasons, every season but the most recent one, is currently on Netflix. Oh, perfect, awesome. It, yeah. And I, I, that's basically, I think, the only reason anyone has actually seen this. You know, I, I looked up, like, the ratings, and nobody sees this on Stars, and then it drops on Netflix, and it's a top 10 show. So, wow. And including me. <laughs> so, like, they literally yesterday dropped the fifth season. And I have not seen the fifth season because I was not paying for Stars. Like, I don't have, like, <laughs> subscriptions. I'm done. I'm like, I can't wait to watch it, but I'm not paying for Stars. Sorry, stars. Uh, you do good work, but yeah. Wait, what about Party so, Down? Party Down is a classic. It's the only thing Party I know Down about stars. Ameri- American Gods. American Gods oh, yeah, on stars. Too. Yeah. And have I, you seen those? I've seen <laughs> Party Down. I, I meant to see American Gods, but I was trying to figure out some way to watch it without subscribing to stars. Right. It's man, stars. Right. It just—it's so close. They've almost got a network to work with. You know, I'm not cutting Disney. I'm not cutting Hulu. I'm not cutting Apple TV. I'm not cutting Netflix. What's left? Stars. I'm not paying for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but no, do not fear. Netflix has you covered. You can watch it on Netflix. And they now have five whole seasons on, which, 
you know, these these are like not short seasons. These are the first season, 16 episodes. And I believe every season after that is 13 episodes and episodes are an hour. So it's yeah. it's it's like a lot of television if you get yeah. into it. So are you recommending the first two, I guess, for, I, for us? To yeah, try? I would definitely... I'm definitely recommending number one. I went back and forth on if you should do one and two or if you skip ahead a few episodes to there's a couple episodes. I'm like, you know, maybe this episode would give you more of the the character of the show. But I I actually rewatched the second episode. And I think let's just go with episode two. I think episodes one and two will give you a good sense of if you'll like it or not. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, So just just to be clear for all the the viewers out there, I I realize there's a lot of things out there that end in Lander. So not to be confused with Homelander from the boys, not to be confused with Zoolander, Blue Steel, and definitely not to be, and, and in, the, in the end, there can be only one Highlander. <laughs> most applicable. Highlander most most applicable to the situation, yes. <laughs> Duncan McLeod or the Clan McLeod. I, I, it would be hysterical if when we discuss this later, you're like, so, like, why does the main character have a French accent when he's Scottish? You know, like. Well, so we'll have to bring our, our Adrian Paul voices, or we'll we'll have to cover Princes of the Universe, maybe we, we on the next episode. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So I think that's my pitch. I've got more to say about it, but I kind of want to wait till you see it so that we can discuss it further. Pros or the cons of it. Awesome. Yeah. No, Thank I'm, you so yeah. much, man. I'm, I'm yeah. excited to check this out. And considering how influential this show is, hopefully not tank Scotland's economy by trashing Outlander. Watch what you say. Like, you know, well, you're no, just censured by the Scottish government. There's a certain yeah. European country certain country out there uh, are very big fans of ours that might not want to travel. Possibly we'll have to see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and one other advice. I think that part of the oh. appeal of the show is it is a show that you, you know, as a guy, I'm speaking as a guy here and talking to two guys, as a guy, it's a show that your wife will probably like at least as much as you will, okay. you know, like, that and that's always like tough to find, right? Like there are definitely shows that you're like, oh yeah, this is show is great, but my wife's not going to like it. There's shows she might like that I won't like. And no, I, I think, I think yeah. it really works about this show is it's something you and the misses are likely to enjoy together. And I think that, you know, because we both watch other English and or Scottish and or other related series out there, I think that in our cases, I think that we're more likely to be in that in that camp, I would say. Mm, great. Perfect. Definitely. And Nyan, you mentioned earlier that your mother is a fan of Harlequin romances. So maybe you could guess <laughs> this to her as well. But... I wouldn't watch it with her. It's not the kind of show you want to be sitting next to your mom while she's watching. So, well, I mean, I've already been, I've already been past that. I mean, for, for those of you who know me, I watched the, not the unrated, but the, the normal cut of showgirls, not only with my parents, but with my grandparents. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> when I was a teenager. Oh no, no, wow. no, 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 it's no. Traumatic. no. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm that, definitely that, not that, watching that, this with my mom. That should have been a Big Mouth episode, actually. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> there you go. It probably will be oh, in the future. Oh man, we—that's like one of those mistakes you make once, right? Like you do that yes. once, and you're like, nope, never again, never again. Marvel movies, PG. <laughs> that's it. Yes, yes, hundred percent. All right, thanks. Looking forward to it, man. 
Well, that happened, folks, which uh, brings us to the end of another episode of the Watch OK, Please podcast. We hope you had a good time listening to us spout more nonsense today and hope you join us next week for another exercise in utility. In the meantime, please rate and review us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify or just tell a friend about us. Until next week, keep on watching.